What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Metro Medicine. Before I start this podcast, I want to let you all know that the 2019 Tai Chi Boot Camp is ready for you to register today. If you haven't gotten our discount, some of you were aware that we were doing a discount earlier on, and that discount ended last night at 11.59 p.m. However, for those of you listening, if you want to sign up, or if you wanted to sign up, but you didn't get around to registering in time, send me a message. Send me a message on Instagram, on Facebook, give me a call, email me, whatever. Let me know today let me know right now pause this podcast open up your email and send me a message right now saying i want to register and i want that discount please send me the discount and i'll send it to you right away do that now so july 22nd to july 26th is the boot camp and we're going to be doing it in a way that we haven't done an event before we're going to focus on different topics each day to really skyrocket your understanding and your abilities in your tai chi practice And trust me, this is an event that you will remember. This is one that will help you to dive deeper into the art and truly bring your Tai Chi practice to a whole new level. So in this week's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about the basics of Tai Chi to give you a slight introduction as to what we might be talking about in our boot camp coming this month. So what exactly are the basics of Tai Chi? Well... Before I go into what the specifics of the basics are, let me tell you about how I learned about the basics, about how Tai Chi itself has brought me to where I am today and possibly what it can do for you as well. I always am asked the question as to when did I start martial arts, how long have I been doing it, etc. I've been asked these questions for a long time and when I think about it each time the question is asked, I don't really have a clear response because for some reason in my life when I was growing up, I had an affinity for Asian culture. I had an affinity for the martial arts, the the art, the calligraphy, the uh, the music, everything. I had a str- I have a strong music background. I played the piano for almost my entire life. I started around three years old, uh, and I still play to this day. And the music that comes out of Asia has a particular style. uh, Not only their instruments, but the way that they write their music is based off of different types of uh, different types of notes, different types of scales. And I don't know if it is what is built into the music, but that had turned me on to the Asian culture. And then I saw the art, the drawings, the sculptures, the statues, the history of all of the things that are developed in China. And there's some some kind of balance. We use this word a lot, balance. There's a lot of balance in their culture. There's a balance in their music. There's a balance in their construction of the structures that they have in China. If you go to the Forbidden City, you'll know what I mean if you've been there. Um, and then I realized that there's something with what the people do. Seeing people practice in the parks early in the morning. Um, and how that has not only brought routine to their life and created healthy habits but what they can learn from it now I didn't really understand what they could learn from it until I started to study it myself so the basics of Tai Chi are not in the movements Tai Chi is not an art that has been around for 
thousands and thousands of years. Tai Chi is only several hundred years old, but the theories, the principles, the values, the essence of the exercise of the art itself is found in the the information that was written down years ago in classical texts. So you might have heard of the Tao Te Ching, Lao Tzu, the Yi Jing, these, these classical Chinese texts. In every single one of those texts, you can pull apart the information that is uh, written down and find little gems and some big gems. You can find some information that will help you to deepen your knowledge not just of of health and for the purpose of medicinal practices, but to help you understand yourself as an individual. And these little bits and pieces of information that were written in these books were then pulled apart in a way that they could understand the human body better. This is how acupuncture points were created. This is how herbs were eventually discovered through research and usage, etc. They understood that certain aspects of how things grow, of how things form, of how things move or don't move, will have an effect on the human body. The movements that were originally created came from elements in nature. They came from... Uh, animals they came from how nature grows how it how it doesn't grow how it is destroyed uh, in and of itself by itself so how nature is presenting itself in front of our eyes how the animals move and thrive out in the world they they studied them these martial artists would go out and watch snakes they would watch tigers they would watch uh, bears wolves Lions and tigers and bears on my I know it's running through your head. But they would, they would study these animals and see how they moved, see how they lived, see how they gathered food, see how they protected themselves, their family, see how they interacted in nature with other creatures. And then they thought, well, let me see how this translates into a way for me to protect myself. They didn't have the weapons that we have today or the methods of protection. They didn't have... Uh, these security devices, cameras, etc. They had the all they had was themselves. So they found ways based off of how animals move, and they developed techniques that were used to preserve their health, preserve their safety, maintain their safety. So they used these techniques to find ways that were beneficial to them, beneficial to their families, their business, uh, and. It's interesting that a lot of martial artists were also oriental medicine practitioners. They would use herbs, they would develop products, they would use acupuncture to help heal the people in their villages and even in themselves. So they were very knowledgeable in the area of health and wellness medicine, life, etc. Because a lot of them were also scholars. They would write books, they would write poems, they would write songs. They would write all kinds of different things as much as they could, because eh, although some of them were fairly illiterate, but they were these messages were passed along. Eventually somebody would write them down if they were allowed. But the basics of Tai Chi, the essence of Tai Chi comes from 
these classical texts that were written thousands of years ago, the whole yin-yang theories, the five element theories. From all of these theories is where Tai Chi was essentially born. They created a foundation for the art itself. So the basics of Tai Chi being rooted in a foundation, let's talk very briefly about what kind of foundation you need to begin your Tai Chi practice. Well, of course, the first stage of learning something that is uh, this type of an exercise, you need to understand your body, what it is that you are capable of. Through the practice of Tai Chi at the very beginning, you're going to feel as though, well, some of these movements are awkward, I can't memorize everything. This is all new to me. It's like learning to crawl again. That's normal. That is normal. You're building your foundation. And the, the way that you build your foundation is to bring awareness to the things that you may, ne, may not be so great at that you know you need to work on. And that's why it's called practice. You come to class to learn, but then you go home to practice. Remember that. Even those of you who are practicing out there in the world right now, practicing Tai Chi, whatever art you're doing, you learn when you go to the class and then you go home and practice. Don't wait one week until the class happens again for you to come back and practice. That's not how it works. The law of 1 to 167. Bob Duggan taught me that when I was going to school for acupuncture. He said, you come to me for an acupuncture treatment. You get one hour with me. You got 167 hours to go do whatever it is that you do in life. But you better come back a little bit better than you did the week before. So it's up to you. It's not up to me. I only get one hour. You get 167. So remember that when you practice, however many hours you devote each week, that's your chance to learn. That's your chance to remember what it is that you need to do. Develop a plan. Go home and work on it. Practice. So the basics of Tai Chi, before you even start moving your body, are rooted in understanding the principles. What are some of the principles? Well, if you want to learn some of them, I suggest you sign up for the Tai Chi Bootcamp because those are some of the things we're going to be focusing on throughout the course. There's an old saying that says, the teacher opens the door and the student has to walk through it. That is the first step of learning. All I'm going to do for you in these podcasts, in the boot camp, in any event that you come to with me, I'm going to open the door for you. What you do after the event is completely up to you. Completely up to you. How you take care of your body, how, take, how you take care of your mind, how you are in the world is completely up to you. I have no control over that. But I do believe that by listening to these podcasts and by coming to the events that you will understand that... There is something to the information that I'm giving to. There is something that will help you to raise yourself to the next level. So when we examine the basics of Tai Chi, yes, there's the principles, yes, there's the values, yes, there's the history that comes from the classical text, but then we have to focus on the human body. So what are the basics? Well, I literally, in some of my classes, teach you how to walk down the street consciously. There are three words that I typically use, step, shift, turn. This is in every single movement. I don't care what you do. It doesn't even have to be Tai Chi. When you walk down the street, when you run, there are elements that are all tied to step, shift, and turn. Try it one time. In order for you to stand with your feet and your weight evenly distributed on your feet, the first thing you have to do is to shift your weight if you want to step forward. You have to shift your weight from one foot to another. Unbalance yourself in order to gain more balance. 
Isn't that interesting? So shifting your weight to one foot so there's a little bit more of your weight on one than the other, then the other one is free. Then you can take a step. Congratulations, you can now walk in a straight line, repeating the same thing. Now, if you want to create a three-dimensional movement and you want to go around the corner, what do you have to do? Oh, there's that third word, turn. Easy, step, shift, and turn. This is how we walk. This is how we run. This is how we move as human beings. There are three essential components. Step, shift, and turn. These are the basics of Tai Chi, and I go through these every single class. We rehearse them. We do them over and over and over so that you truly understand not just that you need to step, shift, and turn, but how to do it a little bit better each time. That is why we learn. That is why we practice to get a little bit better each time in Tai Chi and in life. The basics of Tai Chi are always tied to your connection to your body and to the world around you. So the place where your body comes in contact with the world around you, first and foremost, is the earth beneath your feet. And in order for you to have a good understanding of how to use your body, you have to have a good relationship with the earth beneath your feet. So posture, yes, posture is very, very important. Otherwise, if you had bad posture, gravity would just knock you over all the time, which for some people, I think it does. So how you place yourself on the earth beneath you, how you stand, how you sit, how you lie down, the posture that you have is your relationship with the earth beneath you. Step, shift, turn is the essence of your relationship with the earth. That's how you move. Those are the actions that you can take in order to move quickly, swiftly, slowly, smoothly across the earth. And also developing your sensitivity. So developing your sensitivity is not just, okay, I can feel the earth, I can feel every blade of grass. It's about what we say, building a root to the earth underneath you. So yes, the sensitivity is important because then it helps you to understand how much weight is on one foot versus the other, uh, to understand exactly the position that you are in because that will tell you exactly where the pressure is placed on your foot and the other joints of your body. So we need to develop the sensitivity. But we, us, we must also, but we must also remember the relationship that we have with the earth beneath our feet. So how stable do you feel when you walk, stand, sit? You don't think about it very much, but it's always there. So to build a positive relationship with the earth underneath you, I know this may sound a little bit, you know, woo-woo or whatever you want to call it. You need to be grateful to the earth to be able to hold you up. You need to be grateful for gravity that is teaching you how to stand, how to sit, how to move. Without these things, there's no way you can do it. There is no way that you will be able to understand the basics of Tai Chi. So be grateful. The next time you're doing a meditation, the next time you're doing standing practice in Tai Chi, be grateful for the earth underneath your feet. Open your body. Open your mind. Relax. Grow a root into the earth beneath you so that you can blossom into the world around you. This is where your Tai Chi basics 
are born. It's where they're strengthened. This is where they take off. This is where they build the root. And this is how they nourish themselves and thrive from start until finish. So your Tai Chi basics, step, shift, turn, build a relationship with the ground underneath you, respect it, be grateful for the fact that you can stand, that you can sit, that you can move in a straight line or around a corner. And from there, you can expand your practice to start doing standing meditation, some basic movements, practicing how to regulate your body even more. So the different levels of practice that you will go through all start from here. So if you're ready to start your Tai Chi practice, remember that you can do so with us on July 22nd when we have our Tai Chi boot camp. And you can always meet us in the park, Farragut Square in downtown DC. If you want to know where that is, look on our website. And every 10 a.m. on Saturday morning, we are there. You can't miss us. We're the ones who are doing step, shift, turn. We are the ones who are trying to build our relationship with the earth underneath us by doing standing meditations, by doing our forms practice, by doing partner work, everything that is necessary to bring your practice to the whole new level. Because again, Tai Chi is not just about doing an exercise. It is also about learning more about who you are and what you are capable of. So if you are ready to commit to take your practice to the next level, sign up today, www.mymetromedicine.com. Look for the register now button for the 2019 Tai Chi Bootcamp. I hope to see you there. Have an awesome day, everyone. Have a great weekend. I hope you had a nice 4th of July, and I will talk to you next time. This podcast is brought to you by My Mentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.